You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'll be with you, Joe Brady, over two and a half touchdowns. And that's Rob Gronkowski. The age of 44, Brady steps up, avoids the rush, throws caught, touchdown, Antonio Brown. From BetQL. Welcome into our first football Friday of the 2021 season. Oh, it's a joy. It was beautiful last night. This is BetQL Daily. Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, Aaron Hawksworth with you for the next three hours. Not a ton to preview. You know what we're going to do. We've got 15 games to discuss and maybe bet over the next three hours. We had a game last night. Simon Hunter from the Action Network will drop by 10 a.m. Eastern time, Survivor plays, teaser plays, prop plays, all sorts of stuff we need to hit on Joe G. Yeah, and that game last night, what a way to kick off the NFL season. That was such a better game than any of us thought it would be. Like, we, th- I thought there'd be yeah. points. We all thought the Bucs would win the game. But that game was awesome. Like, that was just, that had everything, including Mike McCarthy butchering, which we'll get to, in-game stuff. <laughs> Dak Prescott, you know, looking at times not himself, but then you look at the end of the game, you're like, man, he played really well. Like, Dak Prescott is unbelievable. And then, of course, I, I, I looked on FanDuel as uh, when the Cowboys went ahead with about 90 seconds to go. And I said, all right, what's the live line? The Bucks were favored minus 150 to win that game. Down <laughs> with 90 seconds to go, which tells you all you need to know about Tom Brady. We've seen. I feel like I've watched that last two minutes of that game 50 times over the last 20 years with Tom Brady. And he delivered again last night. Yeah, the Cowboys couldn't score, but they still didn't really get much done on defense. I felt like Tom Brady had all day to score. I mean, we were debating, should we take the over? And I told you I was nervous because I had already taken it. And I'm so glad I did. I was not even expecting that game to be as close as it was either. That over hit every which way. The over 10, 10 and a half came in. The over in the first half hit. Uh, The over 52 and a half hit in the Third quarter. Yeah, there was just final seconds of the third quarter when that thing hit. Uh, the the funny thing was watching the line movement after our show because it kept creeping up eight and a half to nine. Some books went to nine and a half. I saw I saw some of them on social media saying, anybody want to bet the Cowboys? I was waiting for a 10. It never happened. But so the Bucks win, right? They cover the teaser if you bet it early if you had the six and a half seven seven and a half that was available most of the offseason but uh, last couple days before this game they creeped it up it it's, ends up being a two-point game that's a loser if you were there and boy did a lot of people have sweats that decided to say you know what i'm going to take the biggest favorite on the board i'm not going to mess around with sunday i'm going to go against dak in his first game back i'm going to back brady and the boys because that was pretty uncertain for most of the contest. It was. I mean, really. I mean, that whole game and, and the Bucks, 
Look, the Bucks gave the Cowboys life. A lot of turnovers, sloppy play. I mean, the, the, the fumble at the end to give the Cowboys their last possession. I mean, that's ridiculous. That game should have been over. That, they, like, that changed the whole situation with the cover and, and everything there. But, like, imagine if you had the Cowboys, or you had the Bucks, excuse me, in your survivor pick, and you watched that fumble happen, and you watched Dak get the ball back. You're like, I'm going to be out on the Thursday night of opening yep. week. What, you said 11% in your, in your uh, survivor pool, Joe? Yeah, it's eleven percent mine. Uh, another one I'm in. They close it on Thursday, so you have to have all your picks in. It was around there, eleven, twelve percent. I think most of them, the ones I've seen so far, they were the third or fourth most popular option, which surprised me. I, I never. We talked about it yesterday a little bit. I never considered them. There's just so much up in the air. They're celebrating their championship. Like I, I, I don't, I don't know when. I don't want to go against a high-powered offense like that. We know Dallas can't stop anybody. But, man, I thought we learned a lot about what this season's going to be. I, th- I thought we learned a lot about the NFC East because there were so many questions about Dak. This is his first game. That was his first game in 11 months coming off the injury. He was hobbled by a few things in the preseason. I'm much higher on Dak Prescott than I think you were, Joji. Yeah, well, I was worried. I, I, like, I, and I, I think he's a tremendous quarterback. I would say he's a top 10 quarterback in the league, but I was worried physically he wouldn't be there. And I did see signs last night that he's not physically back. Like he missed a couple of throws that he looked like he was mm-hmm. pushing the ball. And then there was one play where he couldn't run around the, the defensive end. Like his legs usually allow him to do that. So I don't even think he's himself yet. And yet mm-hmm. he put up 400 yards, almost won the game. Um, yeah, it's a very encouraging night if you're a Cowboys backer in the NFC East. The only thing I will say, the biggest worry I have for the Cowboys now is not the quarterback, it's the coach. I mean, McCarthy's leaving points Man. on the board. He's going for field goals, you know, inside the 10-yard line. He's going to cost them games. He's yeah. going to cost that team games. I am not a Mike McCarthy fan at all. I couldn't agree with you more. And I was really surprised by what I saw from Dak. I was super down on him. I thought he was going to come out rusty. I didn't think he would be as healthy as he is. Um, He did seem pretty accurate, but you do wonder how – I felt like his velocity might not be quite where it was um, before he tweaked his shoulder. But, you know, as the season goes along, he could be getting better and better. And this will be a dangerous team in the NFC East. I have that future with Washington to win the division. And maybe the Cowboys are the real deal. I trashed them all week, and I kind of feel bad about that now. I've trashed them much of the offseason. If Dak is upright, they're going to be all right. Because here's the thing with the NFC East conversation. Even though they start out 0-1, that might have a little bit of value. Um, I looked this morning on FanDuel Sportsbook, see if there was any change, see if they still posted it, and they did put it back up. Uh, Dallas is plus money to win the division. They're plus 150. Washington plus 220. That is ridiculous. I understand the case for, but that number is stupid. Plus 220, uh, the Giants plus 430, and the Eagles plus 450. Just lining up those quarterbacks, if we get that Dak, and like Aaron mentioned, he's going to improve. He's going to get better. Uh, please let Kellen Moore keep on the plays, by the way. McCarthy, don't step into that off. See, we see some of these offensive-minded coaches like, oh, things are going great. I'm going to step in. I want to get some of the credit. Their, their ego can't handle it. Let more, con- like we've seen this in the past, let more continue to call the plays if you're the Cowboys. And uh, I maybe there is a little bit of value on Cowboys plus 150 if that's the Dak we're going to see. Last four full games from Dak, last four full games, he has averaged 457 passing yards and he has 14 total touchdowns. Some by necessity, I get it, doesn't have a defense. That is still the case this season. But let's not forget, 
he went against a top five defense last night on the road. Yeah, we should stop being surprised by what Dak Prescott does. I mean, Dak Prescott yeah. is a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. And then you could put him wherever you want in that mix, eight, seven, whatever. He's that good. Like he's a legitimately, he's a star quarterback. And that's why they eventually paid him. It's why their season rests on him. Joe, you said that stack the quarterbacks in the East. It doesn't matter how you rank the other ones. It's Dak one. And then we, we can rank Hertz, Fitzpatrick Jones. You're three, right? Yeah, rank him anywhere you want. Like it doesn't matter because yeah. it's Dak so far above. I, I think the ceiling for the other guys is about the 20th best quarterback this year. He's a top 10 quarterback. Mm-hmm. That, that's a big gap. It's a really big gap. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What about our parlay, though? <laughs> no. Were you guys sweating it no. up? No. <laughs> never. Never sweat it. Never sweat it. But I will say some of those anytime touchdown calls did get home. We yes. talked to- Aaron, did you give out AB? You did, right? Antonio Brown? Yes, I uh, did. A- yeah. Are they going to get that dude all year? That was <laughs> anything Antonio Brown. I would jump on it because I mean, there was some good value as we were talking about that yesterday. Um, I also had the Brady t- over two and a half TDs. Um, yep. That's nice. Uh, I also, yeah, I have a C- I have Antonio Brown season over. Um, so I'm excited uh, about what I think we know that Brady loves a B. I mean, he is the reason he's on the Buccaneer. So I, I just think he's going to get the ball. You can't go wrong with any season uh, bets with him. Yeah, like that was my other takeaway from the game. Dak, Dak's back, even though he's not quite there yet, but he's he's going to be fine. McCarthy doesn't know what he's doing, and Antonio Brown, like, yeah. they might have. A, I mean, they do have a Hall of Fame wide receiver. I think he's played like that in his career, but like they have a Hall of Fame wide receiver hiding in plain sight. No one talked about Antonio <laughs> Brown, and no one could cover him again. Yeah. This it looks like a B. A few years ago. Now, mm-hmm. none of us know if he's going to stay on the field or keep his head on straight or, or do the right things. So I, I don't know what's going to happen with that guy. But Well, right, he's right, been I'll... quiet lately. I mean, yes. I, it sounds like he's kind of getting it together or maybe has some better people around him or maybe it's Tom's influence. But we haven't been hearing about nonsense in the news from him, which is refreshing. Yeah. No. Yeah. If you're the Bucks, you've got to feel uh, a bit relieved. We turned the ball over four times. Two picks, two lost fumbles. And we still ended up winning the game. Why? Because we have Tom Brady on our side. Uh, some of those props, Brady over 300 and a half. The wide receivers, we were saying, okay, you have such a great matchup. At least two of them are going to go over. And that's exactly what happened. AB goes over 58 and a half. Godwin over 60 and a half. Godwin first touchdown of the game was plus 900. Evans was the one that went over. The guy that we forgot about, or they forgot about. Um, under 58 and a half. He only had 24 yards. Gronk. Two scores, eight catches, 90 yards, big game for Gronk last night. Both running backs go over. So a bunch of the receivers go over, go over rather. Uh, the, the running backs go under. I'm sorry. Good call on Jones, man. Barely involved in the offense. No, he had that fumble early on. Four carries for 14 yards, and he had the higher rushing total at 48 and a half on Tampa Bay side. Yeah, like the running backs were almost non-existent. I mean, even Zeke almost non-existent in this game. I, I know this was one game to make to make full season declarations off of one game for teams or the league is, is right. silly, but 
think about this game. The game went flying over, and it was all passing, right? We know where the league is going. But, like, the Cowboys have Ezekiel Elliott. And, and if I told you who he was and how much money he made, you'd say, why? Like, he's not even a part of the team. Like, he's barely there. Yeah. It's just like we – the NFL continues to be this. It's moving in that direction. But, man, it's fun to watch these games when it's like that. Like, I, I'll take that game last night over a game from whatever years ago. Like, what we'll just, see Sunday night. Yeah, right. When 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 Nagy's trying to bleed clock and trying to get play field position, yes. Now that, but right. I I do wonder because we have a record number of games that are over fifty, right? The the toy total over fifty. Mm-hmm. I wonder if we're going to see more of these. You know, we wondered like, oh, no preseason. Are these teams ready? Oh, they're fine. They're ready. Let's play. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Uh, on the Cowboys side, Dak went over his total by over a hundred yards. You mentioned Zeke, not much there. Eleven for thirty-three. Tough matchup there. So, like you just said, I'm not going to say, oh, oh, Zeke's completely done. It's just the state of the league right now. Uh, Dak threw the ball fifty-eight times. How about Cooper and Lamb? Did you guys realize that Cooper had sixteen targets when you were watching the game? Like Lamb, I, I oh yeah, I saw that fifteen yeah. targets. He made some big plays. Cool. Cooper had a big game. Got into the end zone a couple times. But I also didn't realize that he was targeted sixteen times. Yeah, now part of it was Gallup got banged up, so it really just became right. those two guys. And they don't really use their tight ends. Zeke had three catches. I'm not sure if he had a fourth target, but like they don't use those guys as much. So really, it's it's just those three wide receivers. So when when one gets banged up, it's like every pass Dak is throwing is either is either Cooper or Lamb. Cooper or Lamb. And man, Cooper had a great game. Hey, and they need a they need a new kicker if they want to go over that win total. Sterling. Yeah, <laughs> I heard Collinsworth say he had back surgery in the offseason. I didn't realize that. He just he doesn't look yeah. like the guy he used to be. He's He's not good. Uh, two missed field goals, missed extra point, and you have a conservative head coach who's going for field goals inside the five, okay, with all those weapons, and you're moving the ball on them nonstop. What, what is he doing? They, they could have easily won that game. Yeah. That's, McCarthy's going to cost them games. Like, there's just McCarthy's going to cost them. If, if Dak stays healthy and they don't win the division, it's Mike McCarthy's fault. That's it. Like, yeah. he's going to be the reason they don't go to the playoffs. Um, is this a lost season for the Ravens already as we move ahead a little bit? I, that was huge news until kickoff last night. The back-to-back plays in practice, it, they fear it's an ACL. That means it's an ACL. Both of the, those guys are, are done for the season. I'm talking about Gus Edwards and Marcus Peters, impactful play players on both sides of the ball. The line for Monday night keeps on dropping. Last check, it was down to three and a half against the Raiders. I was shocked that the Ravens are still plus 1,500 right there, I believe, with the Rams to win the Super Bowl. I mean, how have they not dropped a little bit more? I mean, I was also thinking about this yesterday. I feel like someone on their training staff has to get fired over this, right? You got Dobbins, Peters. I mean, this. how do you even explain this? Okay, so you got Edwards, Peters, Dobbins. Um, Linebacker LJ Fort also has an ACL. Rashad Bateman. He got he had groin sur- groin surgery last month. He's starting on IR. Justice Hill, Miles Boykin as well. It's unbelievable. It reminds me of the Niners yeah. last year. Remember by week three, the Niners right. were yeah. decimated. And and look, we all knew they were a good team. They had that that might be the Ravens this year. Now, if Lamar is healthy, I don't think they'll have a losing record and be terrible. But but it's just like a black cloud is hanging over the Ravens, and it, that that doesn't usually happen to that team. They're usually so solid and they just win. And it just it might be and- one of those years. And yet I was really hoping that Lamar would take another step, you know, and go further in the playoffs, but this isn't looking good. 
I mean. So how many million do we have to bet on the Browns to win the division now? <laughs> a lot. Yeah, I, I like the Browns. A week ago, I decided I was going Browns, but now it's like, man, I'd be surprised if they don't. Does is there? I think I already grabbed the Browns to win the division. I can't remember what I got it for. I feel like we're in some but, sort of bizarro world. Like, how much do we have to lay on the Browns to win the division? Make the case for someone else now, or are we overreacting? I mean, it's another running back. And you know, but the Peters well, the corner, one is the rough. corner one's a big it's yeah. a big one. Yeah, no doubt. This is a bet duel daily. Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gilio, Aaron Hawksworth coming up next. We are gonna line them up for this weekend in the NFL. Eagles, Falcons, Steelers, Bills, Cardinals, Titans, Vikings, Bengals, Niners, Lions. Tell you how to bet each of those games next. Keep it locked on BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski. 